millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. to another episode of That's What People Do. Uh, as ever, you are joined uh, by me, Ryan McGowan, who is hosting this week, and with me, as always, is James Kay. How you doing? I'm very well. How are you? Yep. Very good. Very good. Been on my Nordic travels. Um, yeah. is, around... that, is that you done now for Scandinavia? Uh, I've just got Iceland to do, which is not going to happen for a while because it's very expensive. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've now done... Well, I've done parts of Norway, Sweden, and I've just come back from Denmark. And on that, the guy I am talking about this week happens to be from Denmark. Or is he? <laughs> Already, we have a bit of a plot twist. Bit of a twist. Yeah, we've got a bit of a twist. Um, so this guy that we're about to talk about today, he is very, very smart, uh, very, very clever, and very, very influential in the field that he works in, but he's also fucking insane um, to some degree. He's almost like on uh, John Harvey Kellogg um, levels of a bit uh, weird. We're putting yogurt up people's bums today. Uh, we're not putting yogurt up people's bums, but this guy is definitely on the level of, that's a bit weird. Um, right, okay. But also funny. So, yeah, uh, let's talk about a guy called Tycho Brahe, who is from Denmark, or is he? So, Tycho Brahe was born on the 14th of December, 1546, in Nutstorp um, Castle, which sits on the Scania uh, region of Sweden. So, uh, the Scania region of Sweden is the southernmost tip of Sweden, where Malmo sits. Are you aware of the geography at all of that, where Malmo is? Uh, I've heard of Malmo because of football. Yes. Um in so I've just come back from Copenhagen, which is on like as far 
Easter side of Denmark as you can get. And then from right. uh, from Denmark, there's literally a bridge that goes over to Malmo. You can just like do a day trip and just go to Sweden oh, and cool. then come back. Um, you can pretty much see Malmo from uh, Copenhagen. So yeah, um, that part now officially is Sweden, right? Um, so because Tycho was born there, does that make him Swedish? Well, if you was to ask a Swede, they might say, yeah, sure, he's one of us. But if you was to ask the Danish, they'd probably give you a different answer. Like, oh, that guy, yeah, he's one of us. So who who owned the land at the time? Yeah, this is the problem we have there, James. So it seems there's a bit of a national beef going on right there. So the confusion comes from the point being at Tycho's birth, Scania, the small southern tip of Sweden, was part of Denmark at the time. See, Denmark and right. Sweden and Norway all have an insanely confusing relationship throughout history with countries being separate, countries being mixed together at the same time at one point. In fact, this was a f- um, fact that I learned even when I was out there, Copenhagen itself was uh, not only the capital of Denmark, but once the capital of three countries, uh, that being Norway, Sweden and Denmark all at the same time because there was like some I've triumph. always thought, to be fair they should just like merge because like if you ask my geography generally is quite good because we were schooled in England so we actually did geography yeah that's throwing shade on America but um <laughs> but yeah like if you ask me to point out like things in Norway Denmark uh, Sweden etc I'll probably struggle because it all just blends into one and also if you all if you all merge together you might actually have a half decent football team so it might be worth thinking about <laughs> oh that is some serious shade but also I think um ex- that's acceptable that's totally acceptable. None, none of the uh, three big hitters of the Scandinavian countries' football teams are necessarily that brilliant. No, but they've all got superstars. Like each country has like really good players. Just put them together. I yeah. think, I, I really think they should do it. Let's write, write them a letter. Well, annoyingly, throughout history, there are moments where the countries become one, and then like there's one ruler for all three of them, and stuff like that. It does happen. It has happened in history. Uh, but at the point of when Tycho Brahe was born, uh, Copenhagen uh, and Denmark was at war with Sweden and they owned quite a substantial part of Sweden. Anyway, so although he was born on Swedish soil, his family and his ancestors all claimed to be Danish. And so for that reason, we will refer to Tycho as being Danish. Sorry, right, Sweden. that seems fair. Yeah, um, they're all Danish nobles and whatnot. So we're going to go with that. So uh, speaking of his family... Tycho's ancestors are some elite level people. He has noblemen in his family. He's got lords who have served kings. He even has kings themselves somewhere along in his family tree. So he is like, I don't know if... if He's uh, a Billy Big uh, Bollocks. Yeah, he's a Biggie Big Bollocks, right? His father was a man named Otte or Otto Brahe. He was a royal privy councillor. And his mother, she was named B.T. Bill. Um, who was a noblewoman and a lady-in-waiting to the Queen Sophie of Denmark and Norway. So even then, like, Norway and Denmark were kind of the same thing. Mm. Well, not the same thing, but, you know. Overall, Tycho Brahe has a rich, rich heritage. Like, if he was a horse, he would have all the people paying thousands of pounds for his sperm and stuff like that. You know, the kind of people that do that. Yeah, weird, weird people. It is weird. I don't know if you've ever seen that happen, but it's it, it does not look comfortable. I wish people would pay me for mine. That'd be, re- 
Oh, you, never mind. Carry on. I mean, technically, you are allowed to do that, but you don't get paid. That's the only problem. No, I looked into it. They cover travel expenses. Do there was really? a point where I really needed money, and I thought I'll, I'll have a look into it, and they they cover travel expenses, and that's about it. <laughs> and um, they still email me to this day because I had to put an email in. And I wish they'd stop. Yeah, interesting. I wonder if like you you ever know if it's been used or not. Um, no, I think you have to sign like a thing saying you're just gonna wank off into a bottle, then leave it. Interesting. Well, apparently, if you donate eggs, if you're female and you're listening, if you're fancy making a bit of dosh, if you donate eggs, apparently you can make quite a bit of money that way. So they've got OnlyFans and they can donate eggs. <laughs> they've got it all going on. Fuck's sake. I need something like a money maker. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we do need something. Uh, it's called a job. I don't, I don't know. It's really hard being a straight white male, Ryan. People Ooh. don't understand. Yeah, that privilege is really doing you well right now. Mm. I anyway. guess for anyone that just threw their phone at a wall. <laughs> so, um, bizarrely, but not totally surprising um when Tycho was two years old he was taken although i don't know why for some reason sources say he was kidnapped uh i'm i'm going with taken he was taken and adopt, adopted by his uncle jürgen and his wife who were childless now the reason i say taken and not kidnapped is because nobody actually knows how or why this arrangement came to be that the firstborn son who is their heir would be taken away and adopted by the uncle but it happened and Jürgen raised Tycho as his own uh, even and this making is in Denmark. him his heir yeah this was in Denmark this sounds very Hamlet I wonder if Shakespeare got any inspiration from this what year ooh. is it ooh ooh isn't that interesting it, th- there's, there is a rumour that uh, potentially this guy Tycho Brahe is the inspiration for Hamlet interesting yeah um, in fact um, oh, we did a Shakespeare bloody episode. When was he born? When was he around? When was he working? Oh, mate, fucking... I quizzed you last week. It's not your turn to quiz me. Um, I don't <laughs> know. I think it's the 1500s. We'll put it this way. I will mention it later, but Tycho Brahe does entertain King James the Sixth of Scotland, who will become King James the First of England, who does uh, take over after Queen Elizabeth. And Shakespeare was around during that time and is somewhat, sometimes called a Jacobean mm, playwright, yeah, yeah, yeah. not Elizabethan. Yeah, um, 1564 to 1616. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it, it was ha- uh, Shakespeare's son was called Hamnet, wasn't he? Hamnet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, pot- it's potential, potential that Tycho Brahe was inspiration for the story of Hamlet, but... Anyway, so yeah, at the age of two, he was taken away by his uncle. He was adopted to be his son, and he brought him up. He had a good education. He was studying Latin and all those sort of things that rich small boys learn when they when they're learning. Um, and yeah, did that till from the age of six uh, until he reached twelve, and then he got too smart. Like even for us, uh, he was enrolled at the University of Copenhagen to study law at the age at of twelve. 12. Yeah. Fuck me, calm down. Yeah, I know, right? I never understood these. Is this an, this is an American thing, isn't it? Where you can like be so good at something you can skip years. Yeah, I I, I think so. But then you can also be so dumb that you get held back. Yeah, we don't have that <laughs> yeah, in this country. No, in this country, it's everyone moves along together, and if at the end you're still thick as fuck, like good luck to you, all the best. Yeah, yeah, they have um, those like uh, experiments or theories or whatever that. 
the youngest borns of the school year, school academic year, the one that they they can sometimes uh, struggle because they've they've not developed as fast as the ones who are in the oldest. So you've got what's it September to August. I was an August yeah. born, and so yeah, it's a whole year, basically a year difference. It's almost a whole entire year difference. So in theory, me as an August born is not yet cognitively developed as that one who was born in September of the year in front of me effectively that is that is that is curious and that they they say that is is there like there should be like a cutoff point where they should be held back or put in the year below or something like that because they're just not yet cognitively ready (laughs) Um, that is interesting to be fair i I think there's valid points in that i think so too um I, i definitely blame that and totally not the fact that i sat and played call of duty when i should have been revising Oh, yeah, I didn't revise for a single exam, but I was a November baby, so I was one of the first, so I'm smart as fuck, apparently. There you are. Your brain was more developed than I when I was at school. Yeah. So, yeah, yes. um, at the, tw- the age of 12, one thing as well, like universities, um, you're 12 years old. Either, yeah, you're super smart or the university has a really low sort of just, like, acceptance rate. Yeah, like, freshers' week must have been shit. <laughs> Literally, I was thinking that as well when I wrote this. It's Freshers' Week. Can you imagine? Like everyone's like, "Oh, Tycho, we're gonna go, we're gonna go to the bar. Do you want to come?" And he's just like, you know, playing. I don't know with his Tamagotchi or something. <laughs> yeah, he had a really bad time. Yeah, imagine that. Just like sort of staring at like I don't know, twenty-year-olds getting off, and he's twelve, just watching. <laughs> It'd be weird as well for like the old old obviously this is in modern times. You go into your halls, you're really excited, and then like you're sharing a hall or something with a twelve year old. You're like, what, what's going on here? Yeah. Or like yeah, I don't know, you can just hear like Pokemon like on in the telly. <laughs> Actually no, to be fair, I know loads of people now in their thirties are still watching play Pokemon, so Yeah, that it's just that timeless that. But yeah. yeah. Twelve years old twelve years old, like go and have a childhood. Go and enjoy yourself. No, exactly that. So yeah, Tycho's uncle wanted uh, him to follow in the family tradition of civil service. Um, you know, also, right now I want to just sort of like acknowledge how powerful the man in charge is, but not quite the man in charge actually is, if that makes sense, right? Don't mm. be the king, because that attracts too much attention. Be the man who the king likes, because then you get all the benefits of being around the king, but you're not the king. Yeah, and you don't really have to do as much. Kind of like... Um, Boris Johnson and Rishi Sunak. You don't want to be Boris, but you wouldn't mind being Rishi right now. Yeah, yeah, very true. Until, like, the autumn statement comes around and then says, oh, by the yeah, way, we spent a load of money. cuts everything, like, mad. But, yeah, we'll get to that when we cross it. Yeah. So, yeah, you ne- never be the man in charge. Always be the man who puts the man in charge. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's my... That's uh, that's that's what people do's top tips for life. Don't Actually, be the boss. Actually, there is... If you ask my brother about this, where where he works at Warwick Castle, there's a there's a whole thing called the Kingmaker of a guy that literally does that. He literally puts people on the throne, and if he doesn't like them, he'll get rid of them. Yeah. And then he'll put someone else on the throne, and eventually people got so sick of him doing this, they killed him. Wow. You see a lot of that in yeah. history. So much of that, where like n- big, big, big noble families who just have too much sway with other noble families can just be like, yeah, yeah we don't like him. Uh, we need to get rid of him, and then they'll just arrange it, and it gets rid of like almost any like historical program, film, documentary you watch. You'll find it. There'll be a big family that just runs the country. Mm. A bit Machiavellian, well, isn't it? I can't really remember the story because I don't really listen. But it, I think the War of the Roses was like kicked off by it or something. I don't know. Oh, the War of the Roses is confusing as fuck. <laughs> no one understands it. My brother, my brother does because he lives his job, but I, I don't get it. Mm. There's too many things going on. Mm. So. A 12-year-old Tycho, 
He's studying law at the University of Copenhagen, probably participating in the most awkward freshers week of his life. Um, you know, uh, and he's becoming aware of something called astronomy and he takes a keen interest. But his uncle's like, no, you can't have any hobbies. You're supposed to be here studying law. It's costing us a lot of fucking money. Stop staring at stars. Mm. But right. And in 1560, he witnesses a solar eclipse for the first time. So he's about 13 at this point. He witnesses his first yep. ever solar eclipse, and he was obsessed with the, what he saw. But equally impressive was the fact that he had that it had been predicted by astronomers. Now it was a day off, but what that did to Tycho was just ignite a passion inside him to find a more accurate way of predicting astrological events. He bought books, he bought equipment, he started to study it and all the stuff like that. Uh, and I can, At 13? Yeah, at 13, yeah. Right. Um, now, I can imagine his law grades were starting to drop and that his uncle mm. saw his report card and was not very happy about it because uh, he was not happy with uh, Mr. Tycho Brahe's stargazing and being mugged off. Um, but yeah, he wanted him to be like, you know, proper into his law he wanted him to be that guy that says oh actually the law says this you know the kind of people i'm talking about <laughs> or yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the kind of smart ass that goes uh, technically you can walk around london with a bow and arrow did you know that <laughs> that's a thing but I've, yeah i've heard things like that you can also there's also a law that you are legally allowed to walk a flock of geese through london that's the one as well. Yes, so there's you like are, two you are of them. Completely within your right to do it. Yes, there's like two of them where it's like that 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 one, or it's something like you're allowed to shoot a Frenchman if you see him, or something like that. The, the, I think I think it's in Wales. Like you're allowed to shoot a Scotsman in a certain town in Wales for like one day a year, as long as it's with a bow and arrow. Yeah, stupid fucking. Whether laws. it's still true, I don't know. But there are the old laws are so interesting because there's some that have just been forgotten about. That if you get taken to court, you can be like, actually, it's still a thing. Uh, so you can't touch me? Yeah, it's difficult, that one, because there are so many laws uh, from, like, long, long, long time ago that never got, like, sort of taken away and are technically still there that could be enforced and used. Um, but, like, it's one of those... Um, I think uh, there's a YouTube channel called Today I Found Out, and they did something where, like, do these still count? I think one of them was, like, you can argue them, but it's very unlikely you'll win them now. So if you were in that Welsh town and you did shoot a Scotsman with a bow and arrow on that particular it's day, still murder. It is still murder, and you still get done. Maybe a reduced sentence. I don't know. Yeah, can you imagine? Be like, for knowing that, I'll give you a reduced sentence. <laughs> so that's the one I see most famously. But I did see a video of a guy walking a flock of geese through London, and no one could say shit. No, but to be honest, I would never have gone. Well, that's illegal. No, because there wouldn't be a law stating that you can't do that. Yeah, it's like one of those where someone's like, you can't do that. But like, well, technically, there's not a law that says I can't. So, <laughs> as, um, yeah. as, uh, as Alan from The Hangover likes to point out, that masturbating on an airplane is just frowned upon. Um, I'm not sure public indecency is a law. <laughs> no, I suppose te- technically you could do it in the bathroom. Yeah, I suppose. If you're not actually in the view of the public exactly if you're not in the... but then it depends whether you come out and declare then to the plane what you've been doing well, i don't know because then like that's that's uh that's now just speech itself like he's allowed to say that what he's done 
Because as well, did you know that a um, a confession is not something you can judge uh, or, or uh, in a court of law, a confession doesn't have much sway apparently. Mm. So even if you said like if someone said no, but he said he did it, that doesn't mean you would be found guilty. Really? Yeah, apparently that's a thing where like even a confession is just not enough to actually make someone guilty of something. Um, because there's so many, you still have to prove it. You still it. have to be able to prove it, because that's well, in particular in our country, that's how our how our law system works. You have to be able to prove that something happened, regardless of whether you say you did it. Because you know, you get loads of like crimes, and no one knows what happened, and then you get some twat walks in and goes, "I did it," and they just want attention. Um, otherwise, they'd all yeah, be banged up. Yeah, or they've been paid off by someone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, unless you can prove it, it yeah, means nothing. Anyway, anyway, back to Tycho Brahe. So his uncle. Uh, really sort of pissed that, you know, he's sent him to a good university, um, you know, the kind of uni that accepts 12-year-olds, um, and he's no longer just sort of studying full on law. He's too busy stargazing. Um, he arranges to have a tutor um, with Tycho, you know, to keep his mind focused on his studies. But, I don't know, maybe it's the time period and everyone just did shit younger anyway. But the tutor he gave him was 19 years old, which is still a child, really. <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't be shooted by a 19-year-old. Well, I'm 24 now, so that'd be weird, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? It, it, I think, if anything, it would just be sort of demoralising. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really would. It would. <laughs> I'm a very proud man, I wouldn't <laughs> like that. So, um, because his tutor was 19, and Tycho was like 13, 14, right, they, 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 they kind of got on, and he was able to talk around his new tutor, uh, and they left Denmark and they just fucked off and they headed to Leipzig in Germany uh, and went to Leipzig University and continued to study the stars. <laughs> As you yeah, do. he just seemed to be like such a nice, likable guy and was like, no, th- this is my passion. And then the tutor's just like, damn it, I'm here to help you study law. But you're just so passionate. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I'm not an astrologist. I'm not even a hobbyist stargazer. So... All this shit goes right over my head. I'm really sorry. Like, I can't. I can't lie. I don't understand half the stuff that I've read researching this guy. Um, yeah, there's a lot to it. I like. I like getting drunk and staring at the stars. That's a fun pastime. Yeah. Um, one thing I've been struggling to find out. Apparently, there's a difference between astrology and astronomy. Probably. I hope now, you're not I asking think... what the difference is, but because I don't know. No, I believe, and I might have already got that wrong. So I put, I said I'm not an astrologist. No, I'm not, obviously. But I'm also not an astronomist. An astronomist is what Tycho Brahe is, and also an astrologist. But an astro- astronomy is the study of stars. Astrology is horoscope shit. Oh, yeah. Fucking Pluto's right. in retrograde or whatever. Or Mercury's in retrograde. I don't know what the fuck that one. But I hear that a lot. I don't know what yes. it means. But people yeah. think that dictates now, their behaviour. It doesn't. I'm telling you straight up now, it doesn't. Just because Pluto is in a certain fucking position does not mean your life has changed today than it was yesterday. Don't base your life on stars. It doesn't change. Uh, Mystic Meg. Do you remember Mystic yeah. Meg? I, I'm not going to I love reading horoscopes. But Every time I went to college in the morning, we'd have the Metro newspaper, we'd all read each other's horoscopes. Mm. But if you read every single horoscope, every single one applies to you because that's how they're written. Yes. They're, they're, they're designed to be as generic as possible so that 
every single person can read them and get something out like of it. If I tell you right now, you are feeling some self-doubt, but something within the next week will change and make you more confident. I promise you, if you go out looking for that, you will find that um, just because you are now conscious of it. It's like, have you ever heard of the law of attraction? Uh, explain. So the law of attraction basically is if you want something so much and you ask the universe something for something so much, it will give it to you. People genuinely believe that if you ask the universe for things, they give it to you. It's bullshit. What actually happens is, say for example, I want, I don't know, I want, I'm, I'm an actor, so I want a big audition. I want the audition more than anything. What I will then do, if I then beg the universe and ask the universe for it, subconsciously what I am then going to do is work harder to get it. So I put myself mm-hmm. in situations where I can get the opportunity. If you yeah, sit there yeah, in your yeah. room, if I sit here in my room every night and go, I really want to be a Hollywood movie star, and then just sit down and don't do anything, it won't fucking happen. Yes. Uh, right, okay, well, I'm going to give it a quick go. Natalie Dormer, Natalie Dormer, Natalie Dormer, Natalie Dormer, Natalie Dormer. But then you've got to put yourself this. in a situation where you can <laughs> converse somehow with Natalie Dormer. But that's what the law of attraction... I I feel like there is something to the law of attraction because it makes people subconsciously go after what they want and they put it behind some spiritual meaning or whatever. If you're spiritual, fine, cool. But the truth of the matter, I believe, is that you will then just subconsciously work harder to achieve what you want to achieve and then you will then put your success down to the universe when in reality it was you that worked hard for it. Well, it's, it's, um, it's another word for prayer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's I'm, exactly I'm, the same. Yeah, so I'll, I'll when someone it. when um, someone prays for something, and then just sits on their ass and expects their friend, the friend in the sky, to do it for them, and then I've I've heard uh, religious people say, "Oh no no no, no. prayer is not you asking you know your God to do it for you. Prayer asks that God will give you the opportunity to do it. Give yourself the opportunity. Yeah, just cut out um, the middleman." So, yeah, so they'd potentially argue, be like, oh, oh, I'm in some severe financial dire straits. Dear God, will you please help me financially? God will not give you six figures in your bank account, but God may give you the opportunity to get a job that has the the possibility of making that amount of money. Yeah, and then if, if lo and behold, it does happen, you will then thank God when really you, yeah. you should be thanking yourself. But you did it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, I, no, and that's exactly right. I like, I like the idea, that law of attraction. I like that. If you ask I, think it's cra- I think times. it's a cracking idea, but uh, for a long time, I genuinely believed it. I thought if you ask the universe for something so hard, you will get it. But in reality, mm. just ask yourself for it and put yourself in situations and work hard for it in terms of spiritualism i do believe in some of it like like the shaolin monks i think they've fucking cracked it i think they've cracked the code completely but that takes decades upon decades of work that normal people like us will never ever put in yeah yeah um yeah Uh, now now i'm just contemplating (laughs) It's, it's really there's a guy on um what is his name? Brett Moran on, I think that's his name, on YouTube. He's very, I don't want to use the word hippie because I find that quite derogatory. Um, he's very spiritual, very free thinking. I think he's a fucking cool guy. He does yoga, meditation videos and stuff. Um, but yeah. he also talks about the law of attraction a lot. And I think this is where I disagree with him. So if you want the spiritual side of it, go and listen to him. Mm-hmm. If you want the non-spiritual side, I don't know who to listen to. Just me, I guess. I'll be your guru. <laughs> you will be everyone's reality check. That's the thing. Like, this is why, in terms of religion, I would consider myself a humanist. 
which I think a lot of people subconsciously are. They just don't realise what a fucking humanist is. Like an atheist is just the complete disbelief that anything exists, whereas a humanist is the belief that humans have the power to shape the future and shape the world, which we do. Wow, that's a bit positive. <laughs> that's humanism. You've got to believe in each other, not some man in the sky. Sorry, uh, religious well, people. Unfortunately, I'm 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 a bit of a nihilist, so and I'm an atheist. <laughs> so, I was an atheist uh, for a long time, but then I found I don't know. I just got bored of being against everything. I guess. I don't know. I think maybe you're doing it wrong. Um, I think there's like there's militant atheists who like they have the need to tell everyone they're atheists all the time. Rich base. Yeah, I suppose. And then you can just not have any sort of religious belief and never mention it like it's fine <laughs> i don't have a faith it's yeah that's i mean that, I that's fair enough and, and, and when it comes to religion as well i think if your religion makes you a better person then power to you like go with that religion like yeah, just don't straight up like that's, that's fucking great yeah just one don't push it down other people's throats and two religion also creates bad people and also if religion is your main reason for being a good person i think you need to do some self-assessment <laughs> for for real though if 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 someone says to you why don't you go out and murder someone right now and your answer is because i want to go to heaven that's fucked why is the answer not because i don't want to take another human life that's a very good point it's like because so uh, for the purposes of obviously what we're talking about so as an atheist i don't believe there is any man with a checklist like santa checking it twice you know, stopping me from murdering. The reason I don't murder is just because I know it's because the wrong you don't thing want to, to do. because you have a moral compass. You yeah. don't need you don't need a religion to tell you that that's wrong. And also, yeah. if if there is a heaven, and for God, like I'm not religious, but my God, do I hope there is? Because how fucking awesome would that be? But what are the, what are the boundaries of getting in? You 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 have to believe in God your entire life. So so people like I don't know you and me for example go through our whole life trying to do good, be good people, never harming people, trying to build other people up. But because we don't believe in God, we will therefore go to hell. Whereas mm. other people could do evil in their life and believe in God, and therefore they get into heaven. That's fucked. I don't want to go to a place where those are the parameters of entry. <laughs> I like Stephen Fry's description of God, how he's sort of a pernicious, narcissistic. Yeah, that that's su- that's such a good way of putting it. So, like, mm. what would you say to God when you get up to the pearly gates? It's like, how, how dare, dare you? you? Yeah, bone cancer in children. <laughs> He's a very uh, but, jealous but, man, for sure. But then, but then you 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 speak to religious people about that, and they're like, well, that's just God punishing us for our sins. It's like, mm, I thought Jesus mm. died for our sins. He did, but then everyone just carried on sinning. Brilliant. So even Jesus can't wash away our sins. He's not that good, is he? I don't know. Religion is it's. It, I've, I've realised this is uh, we are a rant a week, and this week's probably going to upset people. But this is our belief: if you are religious and it makes you a better person, then power to you. Carry on. No one can take your faith away from you. I will try though. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> but no, anyway, I, yeah. I have loads of religious friends that I will. I, I, I don't know. Like, awesome. Go for it. Just oh, don't, don't make wrong. it your entire self. I love talking about it. I absolutely adore it, particularly with people who do have faith. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you know, this is our platform where we are free to sort of say and um, say what we think and what we feel, right? Um, if you don't like our opinion on shit, you don't have to listen to it. That's fine. You can skip ahead because I will be continuing to talk about Taika Brahi in, in a couple of seconds. Um, but if I'm having a genuine conversation with someone of faith, I'm not a rude person. I'm not horrible. I will t- treat you with as much respect as you treat me. And, you know, I won't try to 
to demean you or anything like that. Um, yeah, I have my opinion, but I'm not rude. That's the thing. Like, I can go on the rant that I just did because I know you feel a certain way and uh, like people listening might feel or might not feel a certain way. So I'm not directly denouncing someone's faith. Whereas if I'm sitting opposite someone who is religious, I won't try and take it away from them. I'll just discuss why they believe in such a way and then discuss why I believe in such a way. Yeah, let's have a healthy discussion. And then, I don't know, tell them they're wrong and strut off. <laughs> anyway, right, let's get back to Tiger Brahe. That was a good rant. I enjoyed that. Rant a week, over, finished. We should really start a rant podcast as well. Do you know what we need? Not even a rant podcast. We just need like uh, a new jingle for like when, when the rant starts and when it finishes. Yeah, every podcast has it, uh, adverts. We just have rants. Yeah, but like, it's rant of the week. And then we should go off on <laughs> we should, one. We should, we should do that. That's actually a really good idea. It'd be, like, it'd be like Peter Griffin. Do you know what grinds my gears? Religion. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Because we genuinely do have one a week. We don't plan them either. I no. promise you, none of this is planned. They just come out of nowhere. <laughs> um, anyway, right, back to it. So as I said, I'm not an astronomist. I'm not even a hobbyist stargazer. I do like That's to look at the stars. That's fine. Um, but... As I say, for the most part, this all goes over my head. So if it sounds like rubbish or I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, it's probably because I don't. Um, so, right, let me... Uh, this is confusing me already. I'm just looking at it. So, if you're into this stuff, you might understand it. But, so, Tycho Brahe observed a conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, which I think means they were in the same line in the sky. Something like that. I think that's what conjunction right. means, where like the, the the planets or the stars line up in the same line and whatnot. How did? Yeah, it's crazy. So he also noticed that the official tables that were there being used to predict events were also inaccurate, and they needed updating. So he began to observe the night sky night after night at the start with no instruments, just using his own eyeballs. But eventually nice. would go on to buy equipment. Yeah. So Tycho Brahe's like one of the last um like great astronomers who looked at the stars with just his fucking eyeballs and was pretty good yeah. at it. Um and also like the big problem here is they had all those like tables that were to like help predict the solar eclipse and stuff like that. Um they were all good and well, but it, it meant that people were going out every now and then just looking at the stars, being like, Oh, that's changed, oh okay, and then jotting it down. Um, mm. Tycho Brahe was like, that's too inaccurate. Like, I need to check this every, every night. And he did that every night. He'd come out and just stare at the stars and be like, that's moved or that's there and that's not and all this shit. Mm. Have you ever seen, there's an app you can get on your phone where you point it up to uh, the sky or the night sky or whatever. It shows you where all the constellations are in like relation to you and where all the planets are. And if you move it around, it like shows you. It's really cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is cool, but there is no way that people looked at the stars and went, that is a bear. Because it doesn't look like a fucking bear. Do you know what I mean? That, that one's a I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the what the origins of them are. No, no, me neither. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Tycho Brahe got pretty good at staring at the stars. In fact, he upgraded and uh, enhanced pretty much all of those tables with regards to looking at stars and charts. Um, and he even he even himself started writing horoscopes for famous people. So he's. Um, He's not helped here. He's uh, he's he's allowed the lies to continue. In fact, he might have started mm. the lies. He's looked what, the at the horoscope bullshit. Yeah, the horoscope bullshit. He was into that. I don't get it. I no. just don't get it. Uh, do you know what? I what, what fucks me off more than anything is when you start blaming your personality for the stars. It's like, no, you're a prick. Just acknowledge the fact that you're a prick. 
Yeah, and it's like, oh, I'm in a bad mood today because Saturn's in a certain position. It's like, mm, is it, or is there something wrong in your life that you're just struggling to address? Yeah, but like, I can't help I'm a Taurus. No, you can help you're an arsehole, though. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be an arsehole. Well, just, just while we're on this, what are you? <sighs> uh, well, it's all changed now, so I'm a Leo. What, no, I'm I'm sticking with Scorpio. I'm not going with that change bullshit. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read out yours. I'm gonna read out your horoscope. Okay. People have tons of respect for you, which will become evident when you get wind of someone's glowing comments about you. Try not to blush too much because you're going to be thrust onto centre stage, and you'll need to look as responsible and composed as everyone thinks you are. Your self-respect is climbing the charts, which is helping you make some very healthy decisions. Old bad habits are finally being conquered. Right, okay. Christ. Now, now, That's... without getting too personal or intimate about it, there's a lot of that that when I look and think about it, I can. it makes sense. But that's the point. Mm. That's the point. It is vague enough that I make it fit. That's the thing. But, but that's the thing. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm not a Leo. And I can make it fit to my life as exactly. well. Exactly. And then not only that, it says how, like, uh, for for me, it's when it's like old habits are finally beginning to be conquered. Now, we all have bad habits. We've all got things that we do that we wish we couldn't do anymore or wish we were better at. So now, now I would be like, oh, okay, oh, I am. Oh, I am, aren't I? And then it's that, the, 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 the law of attraction, like you said, um, you then make it work. You make that change. Mm, exactly. What? That's what it, I think... It, people so people like put astro- uh, astrology astronomy astrology and horoscopes and law of attraction stuff uh, they I, I think it kind of demeans people's hard work like just just give yourself a fucking pat on the back and be like i did this mhm yeah yeah there's no great like don't don't sell yourself short and say a greater power helps you just fucking own it what what's your horoscope by a chance um, I've just read it. It makes no sense, to be honest with you. You might not realise it, but you're a very good role model. The younger people in your life could learn a lot from your ideas and attitude, so why not be more open with them? Despite what you might think about the younger generation, they're genuinely interested in what you have to say. They might be a little too shy to ask. Open up the lines of communication and start a conversation uh, that you know they want to have. You will find the experience quite fulfilling. I don't really get that, because I, 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 I don't think I speak to anyone younger than me. No. Except people I went to uni with that are like a few months younger. Immediately, that makes more sense to me at the moment because we've got loads of new people having started at work who are significantly younger. So they're going to look up to you? Naturally. Like, I'm someone who's been there a little while longer and I know what I'm doing and things like that and I've been training people at work. Do you know what I mean? Hey, you can just make it fit. Yeah, I'm struggling to make it fit to my life, to be honest with you. Hmm. Also, I'm okay, a terrible right. role model. Do not base any decisions <laughs> on what I do, for fuck's sakes. Uh, so, around the age of 19 years old, Tycho Brahe returns to Denmark, but his beloved uncle has now passed away. Oh, shit. See, Denmark was at war with Sweden, and his uncle was a war hero. But he had died of disease, because that's what history does. People just die of disease back then. Yeah, people do loads of now, cool shit and then just like get gangrene and die. Oh, literally. And it's like, oh, he just got a cold and he died. Mm. What? Also, their medicine um, was shit. So... Headache. Let's go to drill your head real quick. <laughs> yeah. You got a sore ankle? I'll piss on it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Don't I? So. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, although Tycho was the heir to his uncle's estates and fortunes, uh, for the most part, a lot of it went to his aunt first, but she was very, very kind to her adopted son. Like I mentioned earlier, Tycho and his uh, family is insane, right? Mm. Um, his family were rich. Now, I mean capital rich. You know how um, we talk about like the top 1% in terms of like wealth today? Yep, yep, yep. You know, your Jeff Bezos and your uh, Elon Musks and that. Tycho was in the 1% of the 1%, if that makes sense, right? He was insanely rich, and this wealth will go on to affect his his eccentricity as he gets older. Gotta love that money. He was, in, he was insanely rich. Can you imagine being like... Well, no, he is... It, 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 I suppose the modern-day equivalent if Je, is Jeff Bezos. There's not a man richer than Jeff Bezos at the moment, mm. and he's continually getting richer and richer by the day. Yeah. Just sitting on his ass. Yeah, part of me's like, that's awful. You should end world hunger. But then the other part of me is like, oh, I fucking love Amazon. So... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if we have time to go on another rant here. No, but we'll, we'll, we'll he has so week. much money that I, the, 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 the problem people have is they're like, you have more money than you could ever spend in your lifetime. Why don't you just like give it to a way to do something? I think more. I saw something like he could end world hunger and still have about 150 billion. Yeah. And you kind of have to ask yourself, um, why doesn't he? But at the same point, why should he? <laughs> that that's that's the argument, isn't it? People are like, congratulations, you've worked hard for this, which he has to a point. He also got a massive loan when he was younger, but that's what mm. that's that. But yeah, it, it, there's two sides to it. I saw a really good idea that whenever when you hit nine hundred ninety nine million dollars pounds, whatever, you should get a certificate saying I won capitalism, and then every penny you make from there just goes into like a coffer to help poor people. Yeah, fair enough. We'll talk about capitalism and rich people in the future, I'm sure, at some point. Mm. Now, uh, at the age of 20, his passion for astronomy did take a little bit of a back seat. Um, he was at the University of Rostock in Germany, a prestigious school for medical studies, studying medicinal alchemy and botanical medicines. Um, so, you know, as much of a sciencey guy he was, he did also like horoscopes, and he did think that, you know, there was such thing as medical alchemy and shit like that. Um, so nothing too bizarre here however Tycho as I say is now in his 20s he's a young hot-blooded male with an inherited wealth and he loves a drink he seriously loves a drink all right mm. now one night Tycho was drinking with a cousin of his rather distant cousin uh, at one of his professors' houses uh, having like a celebration and I think it was for an engagement um, it was a pretty social event there's lots of people there 
The only problem was Tycho and his cousin got into quite a heated debate over who was the better mathematician because that's what university students do apparently. Yeah, the amount of times I had that argument at uni is mind-blowing. You wouldn't believe. Totally. Now, naturally, swords were drawn and it was time for a duel. And Tycho might be the better mathematician in this situation, but he certainly wasn't the better swordsman. So not only did he lose... He lost the tip of his nose as it had been sliced off by his cousin. Now, not luckily, fun. no, it's not fun at all. As I say, luckily, being part of a university known for its medical prowess and having literally bucket loads of money, he was very well looked after. Uh, so, lesson learned, right? <laughs> nope. Uh, it turns out Tycho and his cousin came to blows again. And once again, it was time for a duel. This time, however, it was going to get exciting because they were dueling in the dark <laughs> just adds went, danger yep and it went as well as you expected now either Tycho's cousin is an expert swordsman or Tycho's nose has a sword magnet in it because his cousin struck his nose again and resulted in having him lost pretty much all of his nose <laughs> right okay <laughs> yeah so he got his nose struck twice in two different duels and um, uh, the second time, he lost pretty much all of his nose, cling right off his face. Turned into Voldemort. Yeah, pretty much. And then, yeah, of course, he received medical help again and the whatnots. Um, so Tycho began to then wear a prosthetic nose. And obviously, he's absolutely fucking minted, so he can afford to get, you know, prosthetic noses fitted perfectly. And it was stuck on with, like, some sort of adhesive and glues. Um, and he actually became quite famous for it. Now, it was said that he wore a gold or sometimes a silver nose, which is likely true for the most part, but uh, the gold nose would be worn at parties, and for daily use, he did have a nose made of brass, um, because, you know, you don't need the gold, really. So, it goes with the, the, uh, the myth of his eccentricity. Now, back in Denmark, Tycho was staring at the sky again, he was adamant he would make it his life's work to be an astronomer. He just needed to have validation for his work. His family had all been loyal civil servants, but he was chasing his dream in the, in the sciences, and that came when he discovered something had changed in the night sky. So, a new bright light was emanating from the black abyss. Now, this isn't new. Observers of the night sky have seen changes for centuries, but... This is something I found really interesting. They believe that it was something to do in the Earth's atmosphere. There was like um, a an agreed upon theory that if you ever saw anything in the night sky, uh, it was all between the moon and the Earth. There was nothing beyond the moon, right? You, I think that was how it worked. Um, and so, uh, when ty when like if something changed in the night sky, like a new star appeared or something like that, it happened in Earth's atmosphere. It wasn't it wasn't a star because whatever happened in space was eternal. That was all. Nothing changed out there. However, right, um, Tycho observed it differently. So he noticed something what's called a parallax. So a parallax is, um, for example, you know when you're in a car or a train and you see, say, there's like a mountain in the background when you're looking out the window. There's a mountain in the background mm -hmm. and there are trees at the side of the road and the trees are shooting past your window, but the mountain at the back stays relatively still. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. what they believe is called a parallax. Um, 
and in this case the moon was still moving but the light that he'd found in the sky was not so therefore it must be further away than the moon is if that makes sense not closer yeah clever guy so in his findings he entitled it de nova stella which is where we get the word nova for new star and now we oh, now cool. we call them supernova because it was a new, uh, a dying star which was too bright and that's how we spotted it Mm. So his findings gave him the recognition as an astronomer and his family also gave him their blessing to follow his career. And he became famous in his own right, not just for being an eccentric nobleman, but as a man of science. He began to lecture on astronomy, but found it to be quite boring, so actually continued doing his studies. And his newfound fame also put him in good footing with King Frederick of Denmark, who, after doing some good work for him, finding artisans and stuff for him to do, like houses and things like that, he wanted to reward him with estates, castles, and titles, but it seems that Tycho really wasn't that bothered by any of it. He rejected the king's offers and had intentions of moving away from Denmark to Switzerland, where there was a prominent scientific community churning out research, and Tycho felt that it was the best place for him. However, the king didn't want to let one of Denmark's hot prospects go, so he offered him something that, if we're honest, is hard to turn down. The king of Denmark offered Tycho a whole island called Fen, which is located in Uresund, uh, the strait between Denmark and Sweden. Now, Tycho accepted and became the lord of the island and was in charge of all the runnings of the island and its inhabitants. Now, the king, in a further attempt to keep Tycho, offered to pay for a pretty much the whole construction of his own observatory on the island, which became a castle. Now, the peasants on the island had to build much of it, to their annoyance, um, and his huge-ass castle was called Uraniborg. Now, it cost a literal shitload, amounting to 1% of all of Denmark's annual revenue during the 1580s. That's, that's how much this shit cost. It's like, you know, I don't know, what's America spending? It's like 30 or 40% of its military, and then like you break yeah. it down like that. 1% of it was like, yeah, that went to Tycho's castle. So, the, yeah, <laughs> the crazy. crown paid for it, and Tycho put it to good use. He made many observations during his time there, helping to further the study of astrology, and entertained many a guest, including royalty such as the King of Denmark, and even James VI of Scotland, who would later become James I, as we mentioned earlier, uh, after Queen Elizabeth died. So, in 1588... King Frederick died and his son, 11-year-old Christian IV, was the new king. Now, this, there was a regent in place until he came of age, but as he grew up, he showed literally no signs of um, his father's interest in science, which is why he let Tycho sort of get away with a lot of shit and then offered to pay for his hugest fucking castle. Um, he was more interested in things like war uh, and all that sort of you know, boyish stuff. <laughs> was what he was interested in. Now, Tycho... Lads, lads, yeah, lads. lads, lads, lads. Tycho was concerned that his lifestyle, that was predominantly funded now by the crown, um, that that would be threatened. And he petitioned the queen to get the new king's favour. But it didn't work. And the young King Christian was not a fan. He didn't like nobles in general. Uh, he tried to have a lot of their land and money and finances and all that sort of stuff stripped away from them. Um, and eventually Tycho was snubbed by the new king. Some of Tycho's enemies at court were also shit-stirring. 
There was a rumour going around that he had relations with the new king's mother, which probably didn't help. We don't know if that's true, but he was quite pally-pally with the old king and his missus, so we don't know. Um, Tycho ended up fleeing Denmark and was royally pissed. Pardon the pun. (laughs) Now, the rest of his life was spent in the then Holy Roman Empire, which is not holy, nor Roman, nor empiristy. Um, which is a Crash Course joke, if you listen to Crash Course still. Now, staying, he was staying at castles in Germany and Prague, which is where he found a new assistant called Johannes Kepler. Does Kepler ring a bell at all? Kepler? No. Uh, Kepler, in like I suppose in uh, spacey terms, there's like Kepler probes and stuff like that. It basically, he, he is a famous astronomist, um, like Brahe was, and he was actually his little protégé. Um, he would go on to be, to say, an influential figure in the world of astronomy, and is today still recognised by NASA because they call like some of their probes uh, Kepler's and stuff like that. Mm. So anyway, as I say, Tycho was a famous astronomer, but one of my other reasons for wanting to talk about this guy are these: one, I've just been to Denmark, so I wanted to talk about someone from Denmark, and two, Tycho Brahe was eccentric and actually that's putting it lightly now what i really want to talk about is some of the weird shit he did and things he had so we've discussed how Tycho lost his nose and would wear a gold or sometimes silver prosthetic for social events he had arguably one of the most amazing mustaches in history which i've got yes, you to look it's up a fantastic mustache did you ever watch mythbusters no damn it he looks like um Heineman, like his cousin. Anyway, yeah, uh, for those listening, I mean, you'll have seen the picture if you've seen us post on social media, but this moustache is insanely long. It's, it's, as long it's as outrageous. It takes a lot of maintenance. Mm. So here are a few things that Tycho got up to. Bear in mind as well, Tycho is a very, very famous, well-renowned astronomer. He's a scientist. Right, so Tycho was minted. We've discussed that. And he was uh, he used to throw some of the most elaborate parties for his guests. He was like, um, uh, oh, what's that film with Leonardo DiCaprio in it? It's like in the 20s and he throws loads of parties. Great Gatsby. He's like the Gatsby dude. Mm. Just throws insane parties. Like kings and people turn up to these parties. Like he's, he's a fucking well-respected dude. Um, but he had one ace up his sleeve and that was a pet elk. Or what is more likely to have been a moose. And uh, moose are fucking huge. I looked this up. I never really realised how big a moose was. It's like bigger than a car. Yeah. And a horse. Fucking... I, was, I was about to have a really dumb moment then. And I called them meese. It's like a plural. Is it mooses? <laughs> no, it's just moose. One moose, like many sheep. moose. Yeah, it's like sheep. There's lots of sheep and there's one sheep. Sheeple. Sheeple. Mm. Yeah, but um, moose are fucking huge. Moose are huge, and he had a pet moose. Now, this thing, as I say, was huge, and it was tamed, relatively speaking. It is still a moose. Uh, he used to have it wandering around the party with his guests, and it was a huge hit. People just loved seeing this giant fucking moose wander around parties and get drunk. Let's <laughs> um, say, Brahe was a popular guy, right? So... It's cool that he's got a moose running around, but the best part is the fact that he was invited to so many functions and so many events, and often he really just couldn't be bothered to go. So 
now and then, I'm not joking, he would send the moose in his place. That's class. Isn't it? <laughs> I really like that. And I like the idea that they have no idea. And they're like, oh, um, make sure we've got like all, like Takebra, he's a big drinker. Like, make sure we've got all the stock here and da 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 da. And then, like, you get a knock at the door and you open it. It's a giant moose with like a suit and tie on. <laughs> and it's just like, like, there's a big, like, I don't know, sign around its neck just saying, Taiko Brahi whip sends his regards. <laughs> now, unfortunately, the moose died uh, when, having been sent to another social event in Taiko's place, it allegedly got way too drunk and fell down a set of stairs. Oh, dear. Yeah. You can imagine the sound that made. Mm. <laughs> now, there is a rumour that Tycho had an affair with the Queen of Denmark, like we mentioned, but it's likely a rumour that was started by haters, so I'm not going to go on to it too much more. But it would be cool if he did. Um, now, Tycho liked to drink. Now, I mean drink. He was a very, very heavy, heavy drinker. Um, he was also into his alchemy and believed that he could find a way to make predictions for the future using a mixture of alchemy and astrology horoscopes. So, yeah, being like a scientist, but then I suppose being a scientist in, like, the 1600s, I think you're allowed to have a little bit of, you know, horoscope in your life. Yeah, for sure. You didn't. You certainly don't have the resources to do what they do today. Yeah. But the weirdest thing, in my opinion, is he had a he had a dwarf on staff at all times called Jep, who Tycho believed was psychic and could predict the future because apparently all dwarves are magical. Now, anyway, Tycho would have Jep by his side a lot, but particularly at dinner. Jep had to eat his dinner under the table and was encouraged to make rude comments towards Tycho's guests at the table. The fuck? <laughs> Isn't it weird? <laughs> he genuinely thought that he's like his um his dwarf that he had on staff was psychic and could predict the future, and so had him as basically his little court jester that was around him all the time. I mean, I suppose dwarves weren't treated with the most respect. Were they? They certainly were not. But can you imagine, like, if if I if you were Jep, you'd be like, uh, I predict that I will come into a big windfall. Yeah. And, and then, like, Tiger's like, have it. Have all the fucking money. Predict me more <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, the guy was fucking weird and crazy. Um, in a, do you know what? In a weird way, he's not as weird as Kellogg. No, but he hasn't shoved yogurt at people's asses yet or... Make no. shit four times a day. Like, he seems to be into the supernatural. That's fine. There's loads of people into the supernatural. He thinks that dwarves have magical powers, but, uh, you know, not to sort of be apologetic about it. Um, back then, like you said, dwarves were not treated the best. Um, again, it's not an excuse, but um, at least he's not shoving yogurt up his bum. Yeah, that's fucked. Mm. Now, uh, one of the most bizarre stories is how Tycho Brahe died. Now... There was a rumour that he was actually murdered by his protégé, Kepler, but it is just a rumour. You see, Tycho Brahe was very, very, very secretive about all of his work, including around his protégés, like Kepler. And every time Kepler was like, can I look at your work? Can I study it? And he's like, nope, absolutely not. You might steal it. And he was like, I'm your protégé. Like, how else am I supposed to learn? He's like, nope, you can't have it. And hid a lot of it away. And the rumour was 
that Kepler murdered him uh, and then stole his notes. But as I say, it's it's just a rumour. And mm. I don't think it's true. It's more widely believed that... And I, to be honest, if I'm, I think this is a funnier story. It's widely believed that when Tycho was at a social event, uh, the moose was dead, so he had to turn up himself, uh, he was having a grand old time feasting and drinking, drinking his liver to death, but it wasn't his liver that would be the organ to give out. Tycho really needed to pee badly. <laughs> but, um, okay, yeah. we know that feeling. That is not a place you want to be. It's not a place. Yeah, I, I, I've had stories of people whose bladders have exploded where they've just held their pee for too long. That's mental. If in doubt, just go. It's so much better just to piss on the floor than Literally. have your bladder explode. Yeah. Now Tycho really badly needed to pee. He, but for some reason, he thought it would be too rude to get up and leave the table before the host. So he sat there and he held it for hours, refusing to get up and go pee. Fuck, now, man, just go for a piss. Go for a piss, man. Just do it. Do it there if you fucking have to. If you're so adamant, you're not going to leave the table. Do it. Grab a, like, I'm sure they had, like, chalices. Oh, chalices. There. They are minted. Like, I don't know, a stein or something. Grab a stein. Yeah. Or just piss in that, like, dumb and dumber. Now, it, it wasn't his bladder that exploded, but um, <laughs> unfortunately, um, his, uh, his desire to not be rude to his host caused him to develop an infection in his bladder because he refused to pee which killed him over a week later jeez that's yeah. a mental way of dying so the moral of the story guys if you need to pee go pee um yeah i'm i'm suddenly rethinking now like sometimes i'll hold my pee just for like whatever reason and now i'm thinking that's wrong oh dude i was a weird kid i would just not pee at school i don't know why I think I had some sort of like, I don't know, maybe I was a bit like Tesla with being a bit germophobic. Mm. School toilets are shit. Like, they're all dog yeah. shit. And I, I could go the whole day holding my pee, which is like six I'm, hours. I'm the same. I, I never went to school. And even nowadays, I will probably go for two wees a day. <laughs> one in the morning, one in the night. That's it. It depends what I've drunk. If I've had a cup of tea, that's me done. I'm gone. I'll be peeing all day. For- for me, I can drink anything, but the second I start drinking beer, that's when I'll go for like six in a night. Do you know what? I don't know this what it is, is about beer. Thing. It goes through me. Alcohol. You know, there's uh, we have the uh, break the seal mentality. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Once you break the seal, you don't stop peeing, right? I think it's worse for women than it is for lads. Do you know it's a myth? Or Well, it's, it is and it isn't. So it's something to do with the fact that your body doesn't actually want the alcohol in its system and it's trying to get it out, which is why you yeah, poison. need to try and pee because it's trying to pee that shit away and get it out of your system. But um, obviously, when they say we'll break the seal, I suppose it's kind of right. If you don't pee, you won't continually pee, but you will need to pee. Yeah, just, 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 just piss. If in doubt, piss. That's the main thing here yeah I, i'm i'm really bad for peeing i won't lie I, I don't go as often as i should no go more. Which, it baffles me when people go like constantly i'm like what why like i maybe i don't drink as much as i should but like I'll, I'll drink at least a liter and a half two liters of water a day and i'll still just go for a piss twice a day you are retaining way too much water don't know what it is mm. so um yeah 
go pee, guys. Even if you're listening to this right now, go pee, right? Don't get a, a bladder infection that will kill you in a week's time like Tycho Brahe did. So Tycho Brahe... Do you, go, do, you, do, you, do you go for a pee just like on the off chance you might need one, or do you wait until your body's like, you need to pee? No, I pee when I need to pee. Yeah, I'm the same. I wait until my body's like, right, go pee. Maybe my sense, I don't know, the senses in my body just like wait until the last possible moment. Yeah, maybe. I'm not one of those... You know, like mums always go, have a try, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never understood I, I that. I suppose you do that for kids, don't you? Because you never know when they're actually just going to, they don't have the control. That's a good point, yeah. I, I suppose you do that, yeah. <laughs> go yeah, go but there's been times try. where I've been lying in bed and I've been like, I really desperately need to piss, but I also don't want to get up. Yeah. And so, so, so I just won't get up. And you go pee and then you get back in bed and you still feel the need to pee. Yeah, what the fuck's that about? <laughs> You're like, I've just fucking been. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. Yeah, yeah waking up at like 5am needing to piss is the worst. Because you can't get back to sleep at that point either. You have to go back no. again. You just otherwise just lay there and just wish you didn't need to pee again. Yeah, I, I really don't enjoy that. Peeing's just, oh, I wish, it's just a, just a waste of time, isn't it? It is, isn't it? How dare we be bio-machines that have to produce waste? Yeah, it's like shit, shitting I kind of get because I can just kind of sit there on my phone. Yeah. But pissing's just boring. Unless you have a little treat to a sit down. Anyway. Yeah, sit down way. Treat yourself to a sit down way. I'm over six foot, so it it definitely helps. Yeah, or um, have a woo. A what, sorry? A woo. A wee and a poo. <laughs> yep. Uh anyway, so Tycho Brahe died. He's arguably the most eccentric astronomer in history. He died aged fifty four. From not pissing. From not pissing on October the 24th, 1601. I think that's quite young. Um, 54. 54. Yeah, I don't know what the life expectancy was around then. I don't know, but for like an insanely rich dude like that, yeah, I don't know, you'd think maybe he'd last longer. We've had people like around that time go on to their 70s. Yeah, true. I suppose... His lack of wanting to pit. Maybe if he went for a piss, he'd survive longer. Yeah, maybe. I find that funny. I find it hilarious when I find out the fact that he, the reason he died is because he refused to piss. That is funny, but whose story is funnier? Is that one or the Diogenes one where he just got bored of living so just died? What? Well, so wasn't that Diogenes? There's loads of stories about Diogenes' death, but one of them is he just got so bored of living he just held his breath until he died. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Imagine that. <gasps> no, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Net board. <laughs> mm, I like that. Uh, so that was Tycho Brahe, one of the most eccentric astronomers in history. I like him. Cool dude. Yeah, yeah, he's cool, kind of cool dude. But yeah, that's my little homage to Denmark. There you are, Denmark. You've had a guy about you. Yeah, so we had Norway got represented by a child killer. Denmark got represented by an astronomer. Ugh. Yeah, when you put it like that, hey, doesn't sound great, does it? <laughs> it? But that's just how it works. Good guys and bad guys. That's what people do. That is what people do. Boom. Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Wait, but, um, I've got a question just... before 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 we we wrap up. I oh, want you to on. rank Sweden, Denmark, and Norway. Um, I don't want to put off our listeners. No, I don't care. Fuck them. Because I've I've, no, I've looked at the analytics and we have listeners from all three of those countries. Let them fight. 
Okay, right. Um, what am I saying? Uh, okay, well, I have to be honest and sort of like uh, sort of where I've been. Just so, like, we live in we here, we live in the UK, right? But we've not been all around the UK. But I suppose we've lived here long enough to say whether we like it or not. If that makes sense. I've only been to like one place in each one of those countries. So in Norway, I visited Oslo, the capital city. Um, in Sweden, I visited Gothenburg. Uh, and then in Denmark, I visited the capital, Copenhagen. Um, if I had to rank them, which I'm being forced to do, um, my favourite place so far has been Sweden. Um, I, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. Everyone was so cool and nice there. And I, I just liked the the little place of Gothenburg it was really cool uh, and then it would be Oslo in Norway and then third would be Copenhagen in Denmark well you heard it first Ryan hates Denmark <laughs> uh, sorry Denmark do you know what it is right um, like Denmark well I don't know Denmark has got like almost I think more uh, historical shit in terms of like um, Viking era stuff which is something that is more interesting to me. Uh, and it's something that I want to go back to Denmark and go, like, find all this shit. Um, yeah, I do want to find all that stuff. That's some of the stuff I'm interested in. Like, we like history and things yeah. like that. So I want to go and explore the historical parts as well. Yeah, and in your, in, in your nice defense, place. a few days is not long enough to really take in a country. So, yeah. No. So exactly. Denmark, you, you, it's, 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 it's based on three days and, Yeah. Don't take yeah, it exactly. I've only been there for a couple of days. Don't take it to heart, Denmark. To balance it out, I promise you the UK comes below all of them. Oh, 100%. Like, I, I, I suppose it's it's not... I haven't exactly hit it. I like Scandinavia in general. Like, Apparently I keep, so. I keep talking about it quite a lot on the pod where I'm like, oh, they've just done it much better. <laughs> I'm a big fan of you guys. Yeah. Your English is impeccable. Like it's insane. Like anywhere I've anywhere I went in all three of those countries, anywhere I went, and like I'd say like hello, whatever, and like the, you know start talking in your own language as you as you should it's your own fucking country, and then I'd be like, oh, sorry, like English, and then you guys just switch like like that really fucking quickly, and it's 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 uncanny, it's uncanny like how good you guys speak English better than I do. Kudos, <laughs> yeah, probably. So yeah, thanks for being brilliant, you guys. I like I like Scandinavia. I'd Keep like to existing. go. I want to go. Yeah, although you do have a bit of an issue with. Well, we spoke about. Um, uh, I forget his name now. Anders Breivik in Norway, and um, as I left Copenhagen, there were um, issues just over the bridge in Malmo in Sweden uh, about the is- Islamification of Scandinavia. No, oh, uh, yeah, I suppose everyone's got that like fight going on at the minute haven't they everyone's got those mm. people that will far right people that will complain mm. grow up <laughs> yeah grow up and no one's Basically. no one's trying to turn you into a muslim i promise you no one gives a shit wait they really couldn't give a toss yeah let's not uh, get into another round we've had this round before yep <laughs> anyway um let's end it here shall we um I do hope you enjoyed listening to our episode on Tycho Brahe, the most eccentric astronomer in history. Um, make sure you follow us on all the social media platforms. I am very, very, very aware that, relatively speaking, we're quite quiet on social media. As in, we post up when the episodes come up, and that's pretty much it. 
Yeah, um, I don't really know what's to post. No, it's something that we're trying to work on ourselves. Um, it's stuff that we are going to were change up in the future uh, i'm going to start looking at maybe posting some other bits uh if we can maybe like i don't know find stuff that i don't know pre-arrange who we're going to talk about and drop like little trailers or something like that. when we first I'm started we, we dropped like little historical facts just randomly about on this day we could probably do some yeah. of that yeah we'll do some of stuff like that and uh let you know who we'll be talking about in you know the weeks coming and stuff like that and helps me get into gear um, so yeah, we are we're going to start doing some of that. But yeah, if you could uh, follow us on all the social media platforms, as always. If you have any suggestions for someone you'd like us to talk about, uh, or someone you'd like us to look at, uh, or if you have like a documentary or something you'd like us to watch, we love a documentary. Discuss, we do love doing documentaries uh, episodes like that. In fact, next week we are going to do one like that. Um, we literally decided before we recorded. We next week we are going to talk about the Stanford experiment. Which is just mind-blowingly. I don't use the word awesome. It's it's that's going to be a, such a great episode because there's so mm. many like rants and conversations that will happen because of it, and I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, join us next week. So we will t- be talking about the Stanford experiment because it's genuinely fascinating. Uh, it, but yeah, if you truly, have any truly great, if you have any suggestions for anything you anything or anyone you'd like us to talk about. Uh, Send us an email. That's what people do. Podcast at gmail.com. Or if you already follow us on the social media platforms, uh, just drop us a little uh, message. And also we have a Kofi page, uh, which if you like the show, you'd like to help it grow. Um, you can drop us a little donation there or donations go to the podcast itself, helping us uh, pick up things like equipment and anything else that we might need, like helping with distribution of the episodes and whatnot. Uh, and you'll find us if you just type in ko-fi.com forward slash that's what people do and it should just read as kofi.com forward slash that's what people do and we will be eternally grateful um i have nothing else to say except for thank you very much for listening join us next week when we were talking about the stanford experiment which i'm very much looking forward to now and um yeah anything else james no i think you've covered everything smashing all right then guys uh thank you for listening and see you next week Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.